At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're in the right place. It's hour number three here of VEASAN's primetime action. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We got baseball action going on, and we got scores changing right in front of our very eyes here. Kelly, let's get some updates. That's a two-run shot by Glaber Torres. I got his name right, right? Yep. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. I said it with confidence. Why didn't I just Mm -hmm. trust in myself? Come on, Kelly. Raise four, Yankees two. This game in the bottom of the sixth inning. Rays minus 320 live on the money line. Yankees plus 245, nine and a half. Your live total. Red Sox up on the Pirates, four to two, top of the eighth. If you wanted to get in live on the Pirates, you can get 11 to one on the money line. Seven and a half is your live total. Tigers with a four to one lead over the Guardians, bottom of the sixth. Live numbers currently off the board in that game. Mets and Braves back in action. This game's in the top of the fourth. Mets lead at four to one. Uh, New York minus 600 live. Atlanta plus 430, nine and a half the total there. Cardinals with a two to one lead over the Rockies, top of the fourth inning. Cardinals minus 425 live on the money line. Rockies plus 320, seven and a half year total. The A's beat, beaten up on, what was his name? Cole Hanger? Reagan's. <laughs> Cole Reagan's, <laughs> right? Reagan's. Yeah, Reagan's. That's yes. what it was. Three to one. A's over the Rangers right now. That game in the top of the fourth inning. He's going to have to Cole. go back and play quarterback for, for, for <laughs> West, whatever. That, uh, that school that was in yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yeah. High school, and I was going to say uh, Varsity Blues. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Same thing here. Uh, by the way, one thing I want to mention, uh, that Red Sox-Pirates, there was a very funny commentary last night. Dennis Eckersley, of course, does the Red Sox games for Nesson. And he, I believe, uh, called the Pirates lineup a hodgepodge of nothingness. <laughs> which they are. He's like, there's no team like this uh, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's pathetic to quote Dennis Eckersley. So uh, I was just laughing hysterically at that lineup. So uh, there you go. Two other games going right now. We got the Dodgers and the Brewers scoreless. That game in the bottom of the third inning. If you wanted to jump in live, Dodgers minus 160, Brewers plus 130, five and a half your total. And then the Astros have a one to nothing lead over the White Sox. That game in the bottom of the third inning. So ran through my plays there to to end again. Do I think a long shot wins? Not necessarily. I mean, it's one of those things where I just do sometimes give in 
to the model right. and, and, and Taylor Pendrith showing up so many times like yeah. in, in, like, in the different versions. It can for me. happen. I mean, if you really go into the history and, and keep in mind that the BMW championship, a different course mm-hmm. every year. So you're going to get erratic results, but you get a lot of chalky guys. Can't lay last year. Mm-hmm. I had him. He was 25 to one Rom 10 to one, Justin Thomas, 16 to one, but you get a Keegan Bradley, like at Aronimink back there in 2018, that was 140 to one. You get a Billy Horschel at Cherry Hills, uh, 2014, 66 to one. Although it didn't get Mr. Horschel on the Ryder Cup team that year. So, you know, Pendrith, again, in that 36th round, ends up ninth. You know, over the last 36 rounds, seventh in driving distance, fifth off the tee. Mm-hmm. He's 17th in sand save. So even if he strays it a little bit, he's pretty good from there. 13th in the field in par five. 19th I think I had him in Detroit uh, when he was right yeah. there, and it looked like he was going to win at a pretty big price. Was paired with Finau, and then uh, Finau won back to back up there in the Midwest. And then even in the twenty-four round, right? I mean, he's even closer. Fourth in driving distance, sixth off the tee, third in par five scoring, fourth in sand saves, fifteenth tee to green. So again, at, at, at the eighty-five to one price, which actually at DraftKings you can find him at ninety to one right now, so even better than I was able to get him. Uh, you know, I thought it was worth having a little bit of a lottery ticket there. Kelly, how did your card end up? Yeah, I'm just looking at at, at Pendrith. I mean, he's 68th last week, but I, other than that, a pretty dang good season for him uh, overall. Uh, I keep mean, he would... Sorry to interrupt, but keep in mind, he missed four months because yeah. he had that rib injury mm-hmm. at the players and then came back at the Barbasol and had a really nice turn. Yeah, I mean, it's just been kind of one of the stories since then. You know, haven't come back from that injury. But, you know, even I ran a last 12-round model, Matt, and he's fourth in it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking ninth in driving distance, thir- 13th and off the tee, seven, uh, 17th in approach. Um, so it rates out really well there, too. He's not, he's not a guy that I bet, but I would back that up because I think you're seeing kind of short-term and longer-term him still popping the model, and that's, I mean, with what we do here with running these different models over different time periods, that's usually what we're looking for, those guys that are hitting in all different categories, in all different uh, time periods, so I I like it. Um, as far as my card this week, uh, five outrights I did play, I... Man, I got I got I got itchy with the trigger finger though on I I would say that Xander Shoffley and Victor Hovland were my two that I left off, just couldn't justify but really betting more than five outrights, at least heading into into the tournament. And, and Matt, uh, yeah, do I expect one of these shorter shots to win? Yeah, I do, but there was there was too much popping out to me on some mm-hmm. of these some of these bi- uh, bigger numbers to pass them up. So I'll start Justin Thomas. Everything you said, I can't really say it much better. This is a guy that I think this course, look, you're going to need to be long. Is Justin Thomas long off the tee? Yes. Is Justin Thomas accurate off the tee? Yes. Is he, is he one of the best approach players in the world? Yes. Can he get the putter going? You know, can he get that? If he gets that going, we're looking pretty good. And I think he's got the, I still think he's got probably the best all around game of all those guys at the top of the board, uh, you know, maybe outside of Rory. So, I, yes, I, 16 to 1. I'm in on JT. He was kind of the short shot that I zeroed in on. Um, Sung JM, look, they, I, so when it comes to Sung JM and Cam Davis, I'm riding the hot hands right now. Besides mm-hmm. Tony Finau, these are probably the two best golfers in the world. You've got a 12th place finish for Sung J last week and followed up by two runner up uh, f- uh, finishes prior to that. Um, um, he's been great. Been looked really good off the tee last week. Uh, was third third in my last twelve round model and kind of top ten in every other one I ran after that. Um, so really r- riding the hot hand there with Sungjae. Played him in the uh, top South Korean market as well as well as a little bit on the top twenty market. If anybody wonders how I do those things too, uh, we talk about this often. Matt and I do about all oh, bets not created equal. So yes, that Joaquin Neiman top twenty you see on the screen that's a much bigger bet than my, my Sungjae M top. 20. It's me just really splitting up that unit between the top 20 and then the top South Korean bet uh, for him there. So uh, Sungjae there, and then Joaquin Neiman. Uh, look, we're back on bent grass. Uh, that's always big for Joaquin Neiman. Putts better on there. Random kind of a more bent grass uh, modeled uh, a model with that. And, and Neiman popped a lot higher on there. I loved this, the round he put together on Sunday. Um, he's a guy I'm getting 37 to 1 on that proved earlier this year he can win in these big time fields. So I, I like that bet. I got a feeling about him this week. And, and, and you know what? That's another thing. We do a lot of number stuff, a lot of data stuff. You get to this point in the year, some of this stuff is a little bit gut and it is mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a gut feel on JT mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a gut feel on Neiman for me this week Max Homa 
Uh, Matt, you did a great job breaking it down. This guy belongs in this field. 64 to 1, we were able to get. That is such an off market number. That was basically just a number play for me. I, I will admit that. This guy has won multiple times on, on tour this year. I can get that big a number for, with. I'm going to ride with that one. Cameron Davis, I played. Uh, you know, we, we heard Rick Gaiman talk about him last night, him being one of his favorite long shots. Running my numbers last night, this guy would not stop popping up. Mm-hmm. I don't care over what time, uh, whatever time range I ran at, ran and even on the bent grass bottle, he was number four in that. So I, he's a guy I really liked this week. Played him outright 67 to one top 20. Um, and then the, let's see, I think that's everything I ran through. First round leader bets. I actually did get in before the show. I did play one on Walking Neiman. I played one on Cam Davis and then I played one, uh, one on Scott Stallings and Brendan Steele. So that is my entire card. So Scott Stallings and Brendan Steele will cost me 40 more dollars this week. I mean, you know, As they do every week. Here's the thing, though. You got the ticket. It'll be fun. You go in there. You do your thing. I mean, like, it is what it Brendan is. Steele is so hard to resist, too, because oh, if yeah. you look off the tee and approach, he's, like, right up there in the top with the elite players. Then you look at those putting stats. And they're just like, dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you know, it just takes one week. I mean, we've seen guys look out. Will Salatoris, who uh, Matt and I were both on, uh, pretty much kind of a community play last week. Look, he was, what, 200th in the war- on the tour in terms of 48-foot putts? Mm. And then all he does is make that seven-footer to save bogey on that par three in the playoff. Guys, we're getting some uh... – getting some news coming through a little bit earlier. This was about maybe like an hour before we went on air that the college football playoffs board discussed the possibility and potential of restructuring and how they might actually even consider moving away from the NCAA as well. So that's going to be a story that we'll follow over the course. They joining live. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yes. We're going to, we're going to look over and and they're going to be gone. They're going to be on the live tour with all that. So again, that just happened about an hour before we went on. So we'll probably hit on that tomorrow here on the show a little bit more in depth. And then the NBA did give us their opening night games. If you are interested in what those are going to look like, Philadelphia 76ers traveling to face the Boston Celtics, the Lakers, Take on the Golden State Warriors. Um, Going to be some pretty pretty fun stuff there. Opening week still has some pretty interesting matchups as well with the Knicks playing Memphis and and whatnot. So we're getting some fun games to start the NBA season. And, and Kelly, when we look, I mean, it's one of those things where we say, "Man, football's here. We're going to." NBA is not that far away. Uh, right. You don't think I'm thinking of it? I'm pumped. When golf season starts to wind down, baby, that means NBA is about to start back up. Yeah, I'm but, ready. Let's go. Way, ready with start. that NBA schedule coming out today, the Christmas schedule, of course, comes mm-hmm. out. Uh, and we've got a triple header of NFL, by the way, on Christmas Day, which I believe falls on Sunday this year. So Sixers, Knicks, Lakers, Mavs, Bucks, Celtics, Grizzlies, Warriors, Suns, Nuggets. That's your NBA Christmas lineup interspersed in between Packers at Dolphins, Broncos at Rams, and then Bucks at Cardinals. So three pretty good NFL games. There. Sounds like I've got 30 seconds here for uh, gambling dad jokes. You ready? I caught a couple of these today. How do you become a millionaire through gambling? Start as a billionaire. <laughs> I bet on a horse at 10 to 1. It didn't come in until half past 3. <laughs> what, did you get that from the book over <laughs> here in the uh, race book here at the <laughs> South Point? That funny. sounds like something some of these guys would say. Holy mackerel. It didn't It didn't take DraftKings any time, as you would imagine. Tuesday, October the 18th, um, we're looking at these games Sixers are five-point dogs to the Boston Celtics. The uh, Warriors are five-and-a-half-point favorites there against the Lakers as we kick off the NBA season. Get your bets in now. Go Hawks. Get your bets in now. We're going to continue our division a day here. We're going to look at the AFC East. When we come back, it's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Primetime action here on Beeson, a division a day. We are going to now talk about the AFC East, what we think about this division Are there a couple of teams that could take a step forward? Are there a couple of teams that could take even a further step back? That's kind of the question when we have, you know, the AFC East talked about here on the program, on the network. I mean, the Bills, your odds-on favorite to win the division, minus 250. Plus 450 on the Dolphins to win the division. Five to one on the Patriots to win the division. And then the Jets sitting at 28 to one. 11 and a half your win total on the Bills. Nine on the Dolphins, eight and a half on the Patriots, and then five and a half on the Jets. We have yes, no to make the playoff for each of these teams. As you would imagine, the Bills, you're going to have to lay a pretty penny, minus 650 Mm -hmm. on the yes. The no, you can get plus 450, and I don't even think that there's any scenario under which I would bet the no. Yes, plus 140 on the Dolphins, no, minus 175. Yes, plus 160 on the Patriots, no, minus 200. And then the Jets, yes, 7-1, to one, no, minus 1,100. To win the AFC, if you are the Super Bowl favorite, you're going to be the favorite to win the AFC as well, plus 275 for the Bills, 20-1 to one on the Dolphins, 22-1 to one on the Patriots, and then 75-1 to one on the Jets, and to win the whole thing, the Bills are the shortest shot in all of the NFL. Six to one to win the entire thing. Forty to one for the Dolphins. Fifty to one on the Patriots, and then one hundred and thirty to one on the New York Football Jets. Wes, when we take a look at this, I don't think there's any way. And you know, I kind of said this when I was laying this out. I don't think there is a scenario where anyone could talk me into the Bills not winning this division because I mean, mm-hmm. I look at this team. It's so incredibly complete that even if they were, even if something were to happen to Josh Allen, I still feel like the way that this team is set up and the way that this depth chart is, as much talent as they have on the offensive side of the ball, on the defensive side of the ball, the coaching staff, which I'm really big, you know, again, a coaching staff that I'm really fond of. You got Case Keenum behind. Josh Allen, which I know Case Keenum is not Josh Allen, but mm-hmm. could he win? Could he win enough games to get this team to the playoffs? Could he win enough teams with all I mean enough games with all this talent to get this team to win the division? I think probably so. So I, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's tough for me to to talk myself into this scenario. I think I would just be kidding myself in in trying to get myself to think the Bills can't win. Yeah, the like they did a little bit of reshuffling on mm-hmm. the offensive line. That's kind of the only maybe I don't want to call it an Achilles heel, but the only I guess 
slight weakness yeah. you would look at with this team. This team's going to need a little bit of time, but skill positions are going to be fine. One of the things I noticed, and I never want to take too much from preseason, especially the first preseason game, but I was watching that Bills-Colts game on Saturday afternoon. The Bills, they cover the hell out of you. Mm -hmm. They don't give you hardly any space. And, I mean, it was only a couple starters playing. It was a hodgepodge of second unit guys. But these guys were all over the Colts receivers. You look at this secondary, it's very good with Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, Dane Jackson, Jordan Poyer, Teron Johnson, and a nickel. And, plus, they've got some really good depth. So, they're going to be able to cover you. And you're going to have to be able to cover in the AFC with a lot of these potent offenses. So, yeah, when 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 I look at the Bills, I don't know if I really want to go over any of their win totals or anything like that because they're priced to the moon. Yep. And this was a team, by the way, that was 11-6 and six last year and somehow went 0-5 and in one-score games. Like, they could have won 13 or 14 games last year, but they did have an easy schedule last season. They did have the second-best injury luck, so that's why that's kind of like a clash there where it's like, eh, I can't really make a judgment and play a season win bet over or under here necessarily. But, yeah, they're the best team in this division than the clear team to beat. I, I'm with you. The, the win total is just a little tough at 11 and a half because yeah. it, it's, you look and 12 and five, like 12 and five is, that's a really good season, yes. right? I mean, like in yes. an NFL season, like that's a really good season if you go 12 and five. And you look and they can always throw, even though they're that good, they can always throw a stinker in there. Remember, they lost to yeah. Jacksonville nine to six last year. So another one of those one score losses. So that's what that's what you worry about. And that's why I think it's probably priced about right. And I'm going to leave it alone. And, and like you said, if we, if we want to nitpick, I mean, if we want to sit here and try to say, okay, here's a reason the Bills could be worse this year. Brian Dayball is gone. Mm -hmm. Ken Dorsey in, promoted from passing game coordinator, also the quarterback's coach. He's promoted to offensive coordinator. So we take a look at that and say, how much did Brian Dayball actually affect this team on a day-to-day basis is was he even more important than we thought, Mm -hmm. right? You know, like, was he even more important than we thought if we really want to pick apart this team, Leslie Frazier's back for the sixth year, so I mean, like defense is going to be going to be steady. You got to think they're going to be yeah. able to rush the passer even better too. So Greg Russo and Ed Oliver, these are guys that were first round picks, got a lot of upside. Maybe their best football is ahead of them. So everybody talks about the offense, but I think that this defense is excellent. I think they got a lot of guys that are difference makers on that side. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And you look and you say, man, like what? What could? How could this team from last year be even better? Well, I mean. They added Von Miller, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like that's how, you know, you add Von Miller to this team. And so now he's in there and you add him on there, like you mentioned with Oliver and Rousseau and with, with Hyde out there and at playing safety, Tredavious White on a, on a bounce back year for them. I just find it very tough. So it's these other two teams. I think that we really dig into and try to right. decide, are they good? Are they not good? Are they going to fall just somewhere in the middle? Are they going to be this mediocre team that wins some games that we think that they should never win, lose some games that we feel like they should never lose, and we're going to be having this discussion of going like, here we go again, trying to buy into one of these teams. And, and, and of course, the Dolphins, a, a lot of moves in the offseason, namely acquiring Ty, Tyreek Hill to give that deep threat to Tua Tagovailoa. And so now the really the excuses for Tua – are gone, right? I mean, yeah. Wes, like when we look, it's one of those things where two years ago, Tua was throwing to the tightest window of any quarterback yeah. in the entire NFL. His receivers were getting absolutely no separation whatsoever, and everyone was talking about how bad he was when really these receivers just couldn't get open, right? I mean, right. like, and so it's very tough to throw whenever your receiver has absolutely no separation. Part of whatsoever. that was on the offensive line, too, yes. which is, I think, really where the Dolphins, you know, need to show something. I think that they they added good running backs that I think really fit that system. You know, Mostert, uh, of course, was with McDaniel. Out there in San Francisco, so those are guys that can catch the ball, you know, kind of quick release stuff, mm-hmm. and really help that offensive line. The receivers are very good, but it's really the offensive line here. I know they added Connor Williams, but the guy that's the dude, of course, is Taron Armstead. Yep. And the rest of the offensive line, you got to think, kind of needs to get on his level. I think he's going to be really good at left tackle, but that's the whole thing with Tua. They didn't get separation, and he didn't have a lot of time to throw down the ball down the field. Really, I think uh, what was the number I saw? Intended air yards per attempt only seven for two and that was the third lowest of any starting quarterback in the NFL so that's part on the receivers that's part on the offensive line 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of pressure and a lot. Not many excuses uh, for two of this year, right? It's. I mean, Matt, you're talking about the receivers and getting separation. That even changed drastic, drastically with just adding Jalen Waddle. Right yeah. now, you're asking, adding Jalen Waddle and Tyree Hill. You're talking about on the other side, man. I this this team. I they, they're one I've gone back and forth on almost all summer, and and there's no bets for me around them, but. I do think they're going to be the second best team in this division. I don't really know it's going to be all that close. I'm still down on the Patriots a bit in comparison. But, I mean, if if Tua puts it all together, this offense could be very dangerous. They're a hold for me right now because I think, you know, a lot of times we have some teams that we really mm-hmm. like going into the season and teams we're really down on. Miami's a team I don't know what yeah, I'm going to get. They could be a disappointment or they could win 10, 11 <laughs> games and be a nice surprise. I have no idea what to do with this team. So they might be like an in-season play because I want to see how this works out. I do think that the coaching is an upgrade, even though this oh, is yes. the first time head coach for McDaniel. It but has to be. He's a lot more creative. Yes. I think he's going to install kind of a Shanahan type of offense. So you got to expect Cheetah is going to do a little bit of running with the football and it's just get him the ball in space. A lot of running backs, a lot of depth, I think, at that position. Miles Gaskin, I think, was a starter, and I thought I saw him like fourth on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. So they've got some depth back there. But can, Ter- can Teron Armstead kind of get the rest of this offensive line a little bit tougher and give this guy a little bit more time? Yeah, you bring in Edmonds and Mostert, and, and guys start falling down the depth chart for sure. And, you know, one of the other signings, Melvin Ingram comes in, mm-hmm. helps him out on the defensive side as well. I look down, and, and Wes, I think you said it absolutely perfectly. For me, I mean, their strength of schedule is right in the middle, so it's not like they have a tough schedule. It's not like they have a hard schedule. They just have an average schedule, league average. I think this is one of the most prime teams, in my opinion, to either vastly, vastly, mm-hmm. vastly underperform or vastly, vastly, vastly overperform. Like, I could see this team winning 11, 12 games if everything goes exactly right, and this offense is like, oh, wow, he's got Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill and Mike Gesicki, and then, oh, this Preston Williams guy we forgot about, by the way, is still here, and uh, and also – or it's like, oh, this none of this is working. Tua actually is terrible like everyone wanted to believe he was, yeah. and now we're looking at a, at a five, six-win team. Or yeah, something. I think the best advice I can give is, is what you're talking about, Matt, is, okay, if you feel strong, strongly that this team's going to do good or bad, bet an alt-win total. Don't bet the regular win yeah. total. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's just it's it's – I think it's way high or way low. I just don't see them kind of sitting somewhere in the middle. Same cannot be said for the Patriots, in my opinion, and the Jets, we know where they stand, but we'll talk them here on the other side. Primetime action here on Vicent. VEASAN.com, Matt, Wes, Kelly, continuing on here with the AFC East in just a second. We do have one first pitch still to come. Wes, you got to love baseball if you want to play this one. (laughs) you got to love baseball if you want to stay up and watch the Diamondbacks try to hit Carlos Rodon tonight. He's a minus 230 favorite at home against Zach Davies, who throws about 84 miles an hour. Yes. Uh, plus 195 if you want to back the underdog in this one on the road. Seven and a half is your total. I have absolutely zero, zero opinion, zero commentary for this one. Two teams just playing out the string here, so yeah. no interest for me. I just, it's, there's just nothing I can, nothing I can recommend here. But if you do want to play, minus 230 on the Giants, plus 195 on the Diamondbacks, and, uh, Good on you. By the way, rain delay at the stadium here, top of the seven, four to two rays over the Yankees. Uh, Glaber Torres did cut the lead in half with the two-run shot, but still, Yankees just not playing really good ball right now in August. Ryan Hyatt sent in a nice little question here, and we'll continue on. Since we're talking NFL anyway, said, what is our favorite NFL individual player futures bet right now? Do you have any of those in? Uh, I do not have many in, uh, you know, a couple shorter prices. I bet a couple longer shot MVPs, but, uh, you know, just kind of looking around the menu. A lot of my guys are getting hit here. Romeo Dobbs uh, out of Green Bay has gotten hit a lot. George Pickens has really gotten hit. I did not get a chance to play him. I think you're kind of late if you're playing him 7-1, to one, maybe to win Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, whatever award it is. So uh, I don't have a lot in my portfolio. I think you probably have more because I know you add throughout the spring. Yeah, my favorite one, I think, is Justin Jefferson offensive player of the year at 30 to one. I hit, I hit that pretty early on. Um, listen, 
it, it, and it's kind of right there with Aaron Jones, and it's the same thought is that these guys are just going to get peppered, I think, all season long. We have Aaron Rodgers already coming out hating his young receivers there. Mm-hmm. So That's would, a good point. Is that number still even remotely close to that? What's that? On Aaron Jones? I don't know. We can look. I, I, you know, that is a great point. After What did we have to have a closed-door meeting with the wide receivers yes. early in the morning? Yes. Why a Tom check? Your team's not team sounding like it's in shambles already. Not even week one yet. Yeah, so player futures heading over here to oh no, that would be awards. So we're gonna under the awards tab. Remember, there's tons and tons of tabs already. We mm-hmm. talked to Johnny Avella last night. He said we've got a million. Yeah, he said no more. Yeah. He said we can't do any more. <laughs> we got a million things up. So Justin Jefferson's at twenty to one. So he has been tagged a little bit. And Aaron Jones is forty to one, so he's been tagged a little bit. As I well. might still bet it. I might still bet it. I think. I think that's a really good bet. Listen, Aaron Rodgers talked about, and he said the couple of things in that in that interview, which really spiked why I like this Aaron Jones bet even more now. Is he goes, we're going to put the people out there. And he, he not only said that know how to run the offense and know what to do, but he said that I trust. He used the tr- word trust. He trusts Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been there. They have lined up Aaron Jones in the slot all yeah. before, but when it was completely unnecessary because you still had Devontae Adams. He might play in the slot a ton this year. I mean, like there is a chance he catches a ton of balls for this team on top of getting a good, a good amount of carries as well. So um, really do love that one. So those would be the ones that from a from an individual kind of like shorter shot deal and, and which long shot one. For me, we talked about it a lot last night on the program, but you know, I have a sixty to one. I think it's. I guess we. It depends on what we consider to be a long shot. I guess it's not really anymore. Whenever we're talking about Trey Lance for MVP, I guess maybe Kirk Cousins MVP could be a little bit more long shotty if you want to talk about that. But again, these paths to this getting done. It's an NFC guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to stay in the NFC. It's the easier conference. It's an easier path to the award. It's an easier path for a team to have an unbelievably good season. So. I wanted to stay over in that conference. And again, Kirk Cousins with the weapons that he's got, with the upgrade yeah. instantly with the coaching set. Getting yeah. Zimmer out of there. I is, think both you and I are like the yeah. highest here on the network on the Vikings this year because I really like this team. Uh, one that I do want to squeeze in mm. before we move on that I'm just kind of, you know, g- glancing through the menu here mm. at DraftKings. If you like maybe a player prop, like rookie receiving yards is something I was looking at. We've talked about, you know, the guys like Watson mm. and Dobbs from Green Bay have already been hit, Pickens in Pittsburgh. One to look at, if you're high on the 49ers this year, Danny Gray at 80-1, to the kid out of SMU who played in that air raid offense down there in Dallas, uh, caught a long one there Mm -hmm. in preseason from Trey Lance already, so they're developing a little bit of chemistry, and he seems maybe like he's going to be your long threat guy. Debo is going to do some of the dirty work and do a lot of the run after the catch. Same with Jennings, same with that uke out of the slot, but Danny Gray at 80-1, to that's a really big number for most rookie receiving yards. What about you, Kelly? My favorite one is very simple, gentlemen. James Winston, 200-1 to to win the MVP. Yeah, I'm right because I'm high on the Saints this year. Tom Brady's uh, just going to all of a sudden look really old. James Winston has Mm -hmm. so many weapons to throw to. He's going to go for 30-30 season in 2019, bounce back to win the MVP at 200-1. to I love it. Everybody knows I'm from Louisiana. So I have friends down there who are on the, you know, sports talk radio, super plugged in, everything's going on down there. It is the same thing that we're hearing from the national beat writers. Michael Thomas looks like Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston seems to be doing fairly well. You've got these. You've got Chris Olave now in the mix. You have got Jarvis Landry now in the mix. Looks like at least as we sit right now, Alvin Kamara is going to be there. I mean, like again, we don't really know that. Yeah, I mean, the, the latest on that is what it, it might. It's likely punishment's going to come next year, is what they're saying. Uh, it changed yesterday. It changes. Yeah. Like I mean, by the day. But listen, Jameis before he got hurt, was having a really solid season. Yeah, 14-3 to three yeah. touchdown-interception ratio, by the way, because everybody remembers that, uh, what, back in 2019, the 30-for-30 30 30 club, basically. 30 picks, 33 interceptions. Legend. I think, you know, working with who he worked with last year, he kind of, you know, mm-hmm. toned it down a little bit. And part of it was the fact that, you know, you don't have Michael Thomas, so he had to be a little bit more mm-hmm. conservative. But you saw development, I think, out of Jameis Winston last year. And I think, you know, the market to me is a little bit down on the Saints, and I don't understand why. 
Yeah, you look at you look at this. I mean, again, what what can help Jameis Winston accumulate statistics? Well, you get a guy like Jarvis Landry, who when you need a third and four, mm-hmm. like he's the guy that he goes and gets you, you the third and four. Yep. Yeah, like he's the guy that goes and gets you the third and four. So you you keep the ball, you keep possession, you get more opportunities to continue to accumulate yardage and t- potential touchdown passes and, and, and things like that. Matt, who do they got for a quarterback who's got a big arm? I mean, James Winston, he's got a big arm. Come on, who they got that's going to go downfield? Olave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were telling, I thought you were saying who's the quarterback with the no, big so arm. I was like, trying to play into your game, oh, man. Like, we you, screwed that I'm up. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? I'm like, and then oh. Michael Thomas can do everything. Yes. Hey, yeah, come here. But he is, he's a, um, you know, again, if Michael Thomas, this what it's we forget very quickly. Michael Thomas was widely considered a top three wide receiver in all the NFL just a couple of seasons ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you it's, knew him and Sean Payton, too, weren't seeing yep. eye to eye. So I think him and Dennis Allen at least getting off on a better foot. So easy for us to forget. And then, you know, listen, I think we're going to remember as well. Kelly, I think that one's a good a good bomb ticket to have as well. You know I have that one, just not as good a number as you have with the, yep. the 150. Um, so let's take a look at the at the Patriots. Wes, I am dead. I think that this could not be priced more appropriately. Mm-hmm. Could not have a win total more appropriate. I think this is the most middle-of-the-pack team that we're going to see in the NFL, most boring team we're going to see in the NFL, the most eight and nine team we've ever seen in the history of teams. Like this just, it's like eight and nine is just written all over this version of the New England Patriots. I mean, you know, is it going to be Matt Patricia? Is it going to be Joe Judge? Apparently now it's back to Matt Patricia who's going to (laughs) be calling plays. We don't really know how this all goes. I mean, I guess they did bring in Devontae Parker, so there is at least a there is at least one true wide receiver there for Mac Jones to throw to, but apparently he has kind of been struggling at least a little bit yes. so far in camp. I mean, he's been up and down his whole career. Like, how much yeah. can you really rely? You know what I mean? I, w- I want to say he's a great he's a great addition there, but like, I, how much can you really rely on him? They just don't have a lot of talent on this team, like comparatively yeah. to these other teams in this division specifically, and. I look at this team and I say, hey, look, you know, I'm looking at a team that is probably going to win eight games. Just like this defense is going to be still solid, but mm-hmm. aging a little bit. They didn't really do enough to replace J.C. Jackson. I yeah. think Malcolm Butler's kind of a Band-Aid at this point. Uh, you know, but they're going to be at least solid enough. Jawan Bentley's a tough guy. Matthew Judon, obviously a good leader mm-hmm. on that defense. Barrymore is a good run stopper up the middle. But the whole key with the Patriots, and he doesn't have a plethora of offensive talent around him, Mac Jones at least showed that he's a smart quarterback in his rookie season. He yeah. He was very poised. He was very accurate. But at what point do you kind of, you know, I don't want to say they babied him, mm-hmm. but it kind of felt like, you know what, we're keeping it pretty basic here. We're not exactly, you know, really opening up the playbook. And now you don't have McDaniels and you have some of his staff that have come out here to Las Vegas. So is there some continuity mm-hmm. issues there? Listen, they better bank some wins early in the season. You start with week 12. Mm-hmm. At the Vikings, Bills, at the Cardinals, at the Raiders, Cincinnati, Dolphins, at the Bills. You ain't coming out out of that one with a lot of wins. Yeah. That stretch. You better bank them early on if you want to get over the win total That's what they had to do last year, basically, to get in the playoffs. I mean, seriously, you are going to have to bank them early in the season. You're going to win those games that you are supposed to win. If anything, an under for me on this squad. Golf draft on the other side. Last segment of primetime action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and it is a doozy. Go ahead and get that thing. And then the NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide... Profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up on our own. Uh, sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price and get yourself an annual subscription to Bet Smarter. All year long. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and to become a part of the Sports Betting Network. As always, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. We've gone through the BMW Championship, and the reason we spent so much time on this is mainly because it's almost like we need to play the sad piano music here because it's the last kind of real tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the last real tournament of the year, and it's it's sad for us, you know? For I us mean, betters. listen, we put in... A lot of man hours every single week for these things. A lot of heartache. A lot of joy, but a lot of heartache as well. And this is the last real tournament of the year, and so I hope you guys have enjoyed the golf uh, content on the network over the course of the season. The stuff put in over in Point Spread Weekly by Wes. He put in, I mean, again, not only giving you picks for the PGA Tour as well, but all the other tours. I mean, Wes just does an incredible Amount of work on, and he golf. takes the time to write it all up, Matt. I mean, yeah. gosh, we can like we just write down notes and then and then talk into these microphone things. But that poor guy's got to worry about his grammar <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, you know, listen, it's it's one of those things. I understand it's uh, you know it's not for everyone. I think it's one of the best bets you can possibly make. You get a four day sweat out of one bet. It's not one of those things that you know you you're you've tied your money up for five or yeah, six months, months on a win total. You get or, yeah. like you. You get like an extra sweat, but it's not a long sweat. Mm-hmm. You also have that opportunity to where, and we've all done it. We've all sat here. You think you're, uh, let's, how about this? Will Zalatoris out there, you know, like, yeah. we, you, you think you're dead and then you're not dead, right? And your money comes back around and then you find yourself with an interest come Sunday. It's just a super fun experience. And, so, And next week, by the way, the reason we say mm. this is kind of the last real tournament of the season, of course, they're going to start the wraparound season in the fall and you still got live and you mm. got the DP World Tour, but next week we're down to 30 players. You do have that handicap mm-hmm. now based on the FedEx Cup points where the leader starts at 10 under. So you're going to have to shop around for different markets and that's why if you're betting a normal future, more often than not, that is going to include the handicap already. The 10 under mm-hmm. for the leader, 8 under for the second place, so you can do, you know, the low 72 hole market. So keep in mind what market you're betting into next week. We will definitely have content just, uh, you know, again, like as, as Wes just mentioned, comes with a caveat. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing, Kelly? Uh, well, Wes, uh, Wes smoked us last so week. So he gets to start. I won? No, I no. didn't even follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, wait, is that how we do it? Or does he go last? Is it make it, take it? Or is it, or is it like you get penalized and have it's to make it, the... take it, make it, take it. So, so yeah, he goes first. All right, Wes. 
Oh, okay. that's what I say. It's telling. Has we have we really done that every week? Let's go with uh, Cameron Davis, top twenty plus one seventy five. That was my that was going to be my first round pick right there because I knew that Kelly was on him and what. So Wes is learning the game now. That, He's yeah. learning the game. See, that was oh my wow, first. I did much better than I thought last week. Yeah, you yes. sm- you smoked us last. That week. was that was my very that was my first round that was my first round pick right there. Wes so learning the game. Yeah, you got to block out the other guys. Good game too. theory right there. All right, I'm going to go with one that. I, I would definitely bet this if I can find this in town. You guys made similar bets to this. Emiliano Grillo, minus 110 over Denny McCarthy oh in a matchup. Oh, that is my second round pick. <laughs> oh, no. Gotcha. You just be like every NFL GM now and go, oh, we got our guy. Oh, no. Don't be, like Ur- don't be like Urban Meyer saying, hey, yeah, we wanted Tony, but we settled on Travis uh, Etienne. Oh, that's just absolutely. Those are my two favorite ones. Too. Gr- Grillo, I'm pretty high on this week. Uh, I didn't even get a bet He's in. He's a great non-cut guy. Yes. Because he's the other guy that, like, yeah, he might shoot two over one round, but he'll come back with like a seven under, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like he's like the he's the perfect guaranteed four round guy. I just couldn't fi- I couldn't find a great matchup for him in town last night when I was looking, but I might have to. I'm gonna probably have some sort of bet on him this week. I just don't know what yet. Oh, I'm gonna have to go to my 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 third. Go down to my, the third. My third pick here. I'm gonna listen. None of us have uh, uh, bets on him to win. I think this is a phenomenal course setup for Rory McIlroy. I think that mm-hmm. this is – I think that after last week, maybe falling a little bit under the radar when it all comes down to it. Uh, give me Rory top 10 plus 120. Again, we're talking about a top 10 on a guy at, at plus money in a 68-player field in which I have literally – 15 guys that I took and instantly just, I, I just scratched it, literally scratched them off the list. And another five guys I circled as targets that I was like going to hammer to go after because it just completely everything that I ran does not fit with their game and what that they, what they do. So now I'm asking for a top 10 out of Rory out of 40 golfers that I think are actually in this thing, 35 golfers that I actually think are in this thing. So uh, give me plus money on Rory top 10. Okay. My second pick. Uh, let's go with a three ball. And we're going to go Justin Thomas plus 170 over Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris. Man, I like that one, too. Uh, tournament matchup for me, Joaquin Neiman minus 120 over Jordan Spieth. I was on my list as well. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the rare top 40 bet that we can actually make by the parameters <laughs> of the like game. like four of them available? <laughs> And I'm going to take Luke List at okay. top, uh, top 40 plus 110. And Luke List actually showed up fairly well in different versions of this model for me. Um, not good enough for me to bet. That being said, I think you can get him at like 250 to 1 he here is, in town or something. Right he now. is one of four guys that is plus money in the top 40 market. Yeah. So, uh, again, I think asking him to – it's only 68 players, right? So, I mean, he's got to finish better than, yeah. than 28 guys. Give me Luke List at plus 110, top 40. Okay. That uh, was the one I was desperately searching for a Grillo top 40 that wasn't ridiculous, but yeah. Yeah. Couldn't do that. Uh, in the continental European market, nice. by the way, there's only four players in this market. Rombo. Uh, Sepstraka, Alexander Noren, Victor Hovland, and John Rahm minus $1.20 is my selection. I, like, I did look at that one as well. Um, okay. Okay. I'm going to keep it with the nationalities. I think. Hold on. I thought you had everything written down. No, I did, but I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out what to block you on. All right, Corey Connors plus one thirty, top Canadian. I'm gonna go against your Taylor Pendrith. Uh, give me Sammy Burns top twenty at minus one ten. Okay, let's see what I like for my fourth. Kelly got my Neiman over Spieth matchup. I think that's a really good one. Uh, let's go with. I, I just had it up, and I'm, I'm sorry for the delay here. Go Cameron Davis, low Australian as mm. well. We're going to double up on Davis plus one seventy over Scott Leishman and Herbert. Clearly, that's where I should have gone. Cause... Yeah, that was the one I was deciding between. Wait, are we in order now? I'm up. Right? You're up. Okay, I'm going Sung J M top twenty minus one fifteen. That and, and again just fits in right yep. there. That's a good one. Just fits in. Uh, give me Justin Thomas top five three to one. It's for a top twenty. We will go with 
potential big hitter here, Wyndham Clark, plus 275. Nice. There you go. All right, I'm going to do the the one that I'm very good at losing every week. The triple chance to win, Rom McElroy Fitz, plus 350. And to finish things out, a guy that I need to play well this week because I have him in a head-to-head, I will take Mav McNeely to finish. You know what? You know what? I'm going to switch this off. Taylor Pendrith. There you go. Top 20 on Taylor Pendrith at plus 220. Both guys I need to finish well anyway, but Taylor Pendrith, top 20, plus 220. I'm really jealous of some of these ma- tournament matchups over at DraftKings because uh, these were not the same kind yeah, of ones I was Yeah, because the matchups kind of – I mean, the matchups really populate late here in Las Vegas because we don't get them out until like Tuesday afternoon most times, of course. Uh, yeah. Right before we – it's like we got the matchups like two hours before we uh, – Tape long shots. Yeah, so. you guys talk about it. Yep. Yes. So that's our uh that is the draft here, fellas. I went Rory McElroy top ten plus one twenty. Justin Thomas top five three to one. Luke List top forty plus one ten. Sam Burns top twenty minus one ten. And then Taylor Pendrith top twenty plus two twenty. Yeah, very good uh, uh, recap there. First for me, Cameron Davis, top 20, plus 175. Justin Thomas in a three-ball 170 over Scheffler and Zalatoris. Rom, top continental European, minus $1.20. Cameron Davis, low Australian, plus 170. And Wyndham Clark, top 20, plus 275. For me, Grillo over McCarthy. Neiman over Spieth. Connors, top Canadian. Sungjae Im, top 20. Rom McElroy fits to win at plus 350. Uh, Yankees raised still in a wet. Weather delay, Mets Braves. That is six to one Mets in the top of the seventh inning. And the Liberty, Liberty, Liberty by three over the Chicago Sky. Danielle Alvarez. Oh, there earlier. you go. Plus ten. I followed along. Ninety-four to ninety-one. Two minutes left to go in Chicago. There we go. Let's get it home. Too bad we can't get you guys a winter video while we're still here. Stick around. Maybe the nightcap will play a winter video for you guys. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.